Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to Sports Day WA here for Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years. Let's go to the Scarborough Toyota Osmond Park open line, 13-12-55. And Michael joins us from Cogent Up. Hello, Michael. How are you going? I'm well. Thanks for calling the program. What would you like to talk about, your beloved uh, Eagles? I, oh, yeah. Everyone's got a short memory. They reckon the Eagles weren't going to win a game in 2018. They won the grand final. They weren't going to win a game in 2018. I'm not sure of that, Michael. Yes, yes, they did. Even all the commentators on the um, show said that they would not win a game. They end up winning the grand final. Yeah, I think you're talking about Robert Walls. Remember Robert Walls went out on a limb pre-season saying they would have a shocking season and could end at the bottom of the AFL ladder. And, of course, he's never been able to live that down. But certainly Robert Walls said that. I agree. I'm not sure a lot of people actually shared his thoughts. But, Michael, that's what you're referring to, and you make a very good comment. How do you think they'll go this year? I reckon they'll go pretty well. Where do you think they'll finish? I reckon close to the top eight. All right. Uh, good on you, Michael. Well, you'll be happy with that, and certainly a lot of the Eagles fans will be happy with that as well. So, Michael, are the expectations too high? That's the other question, West Coast Eagles fans, that like Michael, that expect them to finish fairly lofty after what was a tough year last year. Are the expectations for the Eagles, a bit high in 2024. Some are saying it'll be hard for them to leave the 18th rung of the ladder. And I've thrown the question out. If they do leave the 18th rung of the ladder, who are going to be the clubs that'll finish below them? And the other thing is, are the expectations by some supporters maybe a bit over the top? Love to hear your thoughts on that. Norman Cowell says, G'day, Pete. The way the Eagles' injury list is travelling, I can't see any team finishing below West Coast. So that's Norm, and he's been on the temper at Bedshed text machine with his thoughts. All right, as we do on a Monday, we always get into the top five at five. It's a very popular segment, and it's all brought to you by Novus. Uh, and there's a Novus Auto Glass near you, 132234. The top five big stories from the last day or so. Sentimental. And a lot of other people in this country are just as sentimental, and there's nothing they'd like better than to see Apollo Creed give a local Philadelphia boy a shot at the greatest title in the world on this country's biggest birthday. Now, that's the way I see it. And that's the way it's going to be. Number five. Hello, everyone. Today is an incredibly sad day for me. I mean, I'm so torn up, I can't even tell you. I'm just trying to hold it in because... Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success, everything about it. I, I give him incredible credit and kudos because when he walked into that room and I saw him for the first time, I saw greatness, but I didn't realize how great. I never could have accomplished what we did with Rocky without him. He was absolutely brilliant. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. It's, it, it's a horrible loss. And I'm standing here in front of this painting because 
It was probably the last moment we were ever in the ring together, and I'll never forget it. He was magic. And I was so fortunate to be part of his life. So, Apollo, keep punch. Nicely said by Sylvester Stallone. Before that, uh, you heard from Carl Weathers uh, from one of the Rocky films. He he was an, an American actor, as we know, a director, and also an NFL football player. His role of Apollo Creed was in the first four Rocky films between 1976 and 1985. And then he went to play on movies like Predator and Happy Gilmore. But he was an outstanding sports person as well. He played college football initially for the San Diego State Aztecs before playing professionally as a linebacker. He joined the Oakland Raiders of the NFL after going undrafted in the 1970 NFL draft. And after two seasons with the Raiders, he then went on to play uh, gridiron with the Canadian Football League. An outstanding actor, certainly in the Rocky films, and a very, very good uh, footballer, as we term it, gridiron here, but uh, football in the United States of America. Rest in peace, Carl Weathers, at the age of 76. Number four. Odegaard, lovely wait on that. Here's the opportunity for Arsenal. What a save, Alisson. Saka! 13 minutes in. On this enormous day at the Emirates. Down to Burke. Looking for Diaz. Saliba holding him up. Oh, 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 danger and it's in. Luis Diaz has forced it through somehow. Saliba may be too casual. Dyke's going to judge this one. Oh, what a mistake. Martinelli receives a gift-wrapped goal. And if the goal Arsenal conceded in the first half was calamitous, what has Alison Becker and Virgil van Dijk done here? This is Trossard. He has bamboozled Harvey Elliott there. Now, can he pick the pass? He goes for the Trossard wins the match surely now. Yes, the 200th league head-to-head meeting between the Giants, Arsenal and Liverpool saw the Gunners run out 3-1 winners to end their three-game winless run against the Reds and, more importantly, really tighten the EPL race now. Arsenal, who faltered at the uh, final hurdle last year to be overtaken by Manchester City, are now in second place, two points behind the Reds. They're 49 points. Uh, Liverpool still lead on 51. And then it's Man City on 46, who have got two less games played, Aston Villa and Tottenham. A big win in front of 60,000 people at the Emirates last night for the Gunners. And our breakfast producer, Chris Clafunas, will be a very happy man today. Number three. Fuller pitch. Abbott has a big dig at this. Has it gone the whole way? Yes, it has. Sean Abbott delivers with a six. And a timely six it was too. If they want to post a, a bigger score than what they would be aiming for at the moment. Well, Abbott has aimed for the members and he's got there. Joseph into Abbott. He just chips it back over the bowler's head. He'll pick up a single. That's your half century. Zampa scampers back for a second. Good running, good batting and a timely innings from Sean Abbott. Shepard with Abbott waiting. Swinging, full toss. Got it straight out of the screws and over the fence. Second ball, slower delivery. Probably a bigger hit. It's high in the air. Back-to-back sixes. 
for Sean Abbott. Here's Abbott full, nicked, caught behind by Inglis. And Sean Abbott, as he's done so many times at this ground for New South Wales and the Sydney Sixers, he strikes for Australia. Oddly's got to go for eight. Sean Abbott comes in from the Paddington end. Edged and taken by Josh Inglis. Carty, the main man at the first match at the MCG. Sean Abbott, he now has two for 15 in his sixth over. So two balls remaining, nine overs after this one. Oh, that's an unbelievable catch. Goodness me, Cameron Green, he's been doing it in the gully all summer. That one pushed off the hip by Roston Chase. It looked like it was going to log on for a single. And it's full legs, low to his left. That is an unbelievable catch. Um, George called me probably a week or two ago. Um, obviously, Nathan Ellis had a sore rib. So, um, yeah, knew about a week before I was coming into the squad. So, um, switched from the red ball to the white ball pretty quickly and pulled my length back a little bit in the nets. Um, but, yeah, I didn't have much time to think about it, which probably worked in my favour. And... Um, I had good reassurance from the selectors that I was going to play one, maybe two games as well. So that all sort of helps to settle the nerves. And, um, yeah, great to, to get out there tonight. Yeah, late heroics there from Sean Abbott. He helped Australia to build a strong total in the second ODI against the West Indies yesterday. But what about the spectator? He copped a nasty blow in the process. Did you see that? The ball was hit out of the ground. He's put his hands in front of his face. The ball has missed his hands and gone fair dinkum flush on into his forehead. And in, uh, no doubt it was a nasty blow. Managing getting hit by a cricket ball flush on in the forehead. There is a shot of the spectator. He's very much taped up around the forehead. He'd have a nasty bruise and a serious lump and also a bit of claret uh, on his face after yesterday's encounter. But back to Abbott. All-rounder hit 69 off tw uh, 63 deliveries. And he helped uh, Australia to nine for 258. And in the end, he also took three wickets with the ball. It was a sterling performance by Sean Abbott in front of his home crowd at the SCG. Number two. I don't know if it's about being tempted. I think it's just whether or not it's a, a part of the, the game plan. And, um, you know, I think uh, I was just asked the question upstairs. How would you feel if you ended your career without being at Ferrari? And honestly, um, when you're part of Mercedes, you are part of a family for a lifetime, providing you stay with them, obviously. If you look at, um, you've you got uh, Sterling Moss, you've got, uh, you know, even Fanjo is still honored within the family. So it's, it's um, and then you, you're, you're part of their history and they look after you for the rest of your life. So that's important to me. Loyalty is a very, very key part. But if there's a point in my life where I need to decide I want to change, then that potentially could be an option. But I don't know if that is at the moment. Well, it has happened because in 2025, uh, the seven-time Formula One world champion Lewis Hamilton will be joining the Scudetta Ferrari team. Uh, he says, I feel incredibly fortunate after achieving things with Mercedes that I could only have dreamed of as a kid, but I have now got the chance to fulfil another childhood dream, driving in the Ferrari red. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, his final season with Mercedes before going to the red of Ferrari. Number one. 
It was brilliant. It was absolutely remarkable. As silly as it sounds, just the simplicity of three, two, one, and it dropped. When it dropped, I saw it, and it was probably the first time it's all felt real because prior to that, I haven't really wanted to think about it, even though we were talking about it a lot. So every time I actually tried putting time aside to potentially write a, a thank you script or a speech, I was like, no, no, just not doing it, not doing it. And then I try and do it, no, not doing it. Similar to when I was going to retire. For whatever reason, I could not get myself in the mindset to sit down and dedicate time to it. And it resulted in two things. One, me being completely unprepared, but just loving that moment with my wife, kids, everyone there, and the Red Army. And two, I went the whole speech without thanking probably the most important people in regards to making the day possible, the Perth Wildcats. I actually had to steal the microphone back from Lockie Reese. Oh, hang on, sorry. Uh, thank you to Hutchie. Thank you to the former owners. Thank you to the Perth Wildcats, the organisation, for taking a chance on me all those years ago. But, no, it was, it was a good day. I'm glad it's done. But I'm not lying. Every time I walk into the arena and see it next to Sean Redditch's number, it will put a smile on my face. Ah, good on you, Damo. And I know it was a, a very, very special occasion Yesterday at RAC Arena, it's been a special occasion since it was announced with the likes of Sean Redditch coming into the studio a few weeks ago to basically spill the beans on Damien Martin. We had the family in here. He was taken by surprise. He even got emotional. Uh, it was in November, actually, and he shed a tear here in the studio. We saw it. Uh, he had his kids here, a couple of his uh, little kids here, and He's got uh, three daughters, uh, Damien Martin, and his lovely wife was here. It was a special moment. We've ridden the wave here at SEN. It's, it's great that he's part of the SENWA team. He's one of the most likeable guys I think I have ever met, and that just resonates right throughout the community, hence the huge crowd that turned out to RAC Arena yesterday uh, to see what was a special moment for Damien Martin and a special moment for the Perth Wildcats, and we tip our hat to Damien Martin. It was richly deserved. But he's back doing the business today with Paul Hazelby doing the run home and be back doing the business again tomorrow between 3 and 5. OK, on the Tembra Bedshed text machine, 0487 736 736. West Coast to finish bottom two, according to Merv of Ellenbrook. Uh, there you go. Norm says, in colour, don't think the Waffle West Coast will fare any better. They will finish bottom. So there you go. Pete from Darren. The biggest problem with cricket today heading to the summer sport is all the players who are unavailable to the state sides. Used to be if you were not in the 12, you played back at your state to get form. They played more than that what they do today. Yes, it's all about sports science. It's all about management of the body. It's all making sure that bowlers don't break down. Uh, it's changed a lot. And sports science has played a big part in making sure that there's longevity uh, with cricketers, with sports people these days, particularly cricketers and particularly fast bowlers. As you see with the ODI, uh, the three-pronged pace attack, Stark, Cummins and Hazelwood have all been rested because of the work rate that they've had to endure uh, over the Australian summer in the series against Pakistan, the West Indies, and, of course, before that as well. I see that um, Taylor Swift got a Grammy this morning and she took the opportunity in receiving her Grammy Award to announce she's got a brand-new album coming out in April. Now, the big question is, and I went and saw a couple of people today that are going to the Super Bowl. Tim Sieber and the team at Cinepec are going to see the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And I was wondering how much attention, because she's going to be there with Travis Kelsey to cheer on the Chiefs as they try and take out Super Bowl 58. 
She'll be in uh, Tokyo performing quickly onto the probably chartered flight. It'll probably be her plane all the way back to Las Vegas. Watch the Super Bowl back on the plane, down under to Melbourne. And the big question is, the NFL season's over. Taylor's going to be in Melbourne. Could Travis maybe come with Taylor to Melbourne and be in Australia? Won't that be a circus? Won't that be a circus for the media? Let me tell you. Oh, well, I reckon, and I reckon that'll happen. I reckon that'll happen. I reckon because of all the flying that uh, Taylor's done, these two are very much in love. Everybody's waiting for the big announcement. When will Ta- Travis pop the question? Is that I reckon he's going to come down here to Australia and be present at Taylor Swift's concerts in Melbourne and Sydney. All right. We're going to take a break, come back with more on the other side of the break. Don't go away. Give us your thoughts on the West Coast Eagles. Get you, give us your thoughts on anything to do with sport. Temper at Bedshed, text machine 0487 736 736. And also uh, the Scarborough Toyota open line 13 12 55. This is Sports Day WA.